0: Welcome to it's not rocket science. Five questions over coffee. I have got my coffee here. I just I just cover the logo so that we don't advertise. So yes, well, uh, so welcome to uh, to Menta. Menta Dial is an international professional speaker. Elevator, and multiple award-winning author, specialising in leadership, branding, and transformation. And so, this is a really a brilliant discussion for me because he's a he's a, a brilliant three-time entrepreneur. Uh, he's he's moved countries at least 15 times, and and has a core career of uh, 16 years as a top executive in L'Oréal, where he was. A member of the worldwide executive committee for professional products. I'm really looking forward to a conversation around transformation and, and Minter's career as a professional speaker. So uh, Minter, um, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I, I trust you're looking forward to a really engaging conversation.
1: I mostly, I absolutely am Stuart. I, I enjoy um, the idea of actually trying to learn myself in any exchange we have. So
0: well, let's 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 leap into I know that you do help companies with with transformation. So when you're helping companies with with transformation, as well as your public speaking, what, what sort of are the what are the sort of problems those businesses face that you like to help them to overcome?
1: All right. Well, so I think the context today is actually quite different than it was in the past. And uh, we have a, a situation where people are looking for motivated and retaining the problem of talent I mean so the issue we have today is is a is, there's very much a big problem around talent and motivating the people who are working in the teams considering the environment we're working in. And so if I just focus on that piece uh, alone today, what I'd I say the big problem is how do you motivate people especially when they're not coming into the office? how do you how do you find ways to connect people, make the team, fluid and, and work together uh over time because it's been a while that we've had to do this sort of lockdown or work through the pandemic and it's probably in the future a lot more hybrid work is going to be coming around so that's that's i think the biggest problem that i see as it's in my speaking side then on the other side with it where it comes to consultancy and transformation i i think the the issue is that most transformation programs don't work mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and so people you really know they need to be more agile they they have all these buzzwords they have bringing on board but they're not actually f- effective in the way that they bring it into the business and and inevitably they're disappointed by their their programs
0: yeah inevitably disappointed that's a that's a great way of putting it in and, and uh, having been part of many of those teams that have have done that, I often find myself asking the question, well, how did we not manage to affect the change that was so obviously required? And sometimes there's no immediate answer to that. It is a period of sort of having to reflect upon it and think about the messaging and the way in which the the conversations were started and the side conversations that started that you didn't expect to start. And then you think, whoa, hang on a second, we didn't quite get all of that right, did we?
1: Yeah, well, if you look at the the issue of uh, transformation, is that, as far as I'm concerned, is that it it can't be just a program. You can't just imagine, well, this is a one-time trick, six-month program. Because in the end of the day, we need to create an environment and a a method, if you will, that goes on because we're gonna need to change again, perhaps in two years time, in another four years time. There's a constant need to be in change mode, keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with the new technologies. Uh, and uh, and and so you you need to think of it as a, a mindset more than a program. And you can't just sort of turn on a button and make people's minds changed. It takes a concerted effort and and I think that the hardest thing is people think that when you you're in the executive position, you need to execute, you need to implement. But the reality is that the transformation program, if you will, has to be, full into the organization you need everybody participating and feeling like they're contributing feeling like they're being heard as well not just being told you got to change so when you if you get into that mode of you know directing things and, and pushing down things well it doesn't work that way anymore and you need to be find ways to have it come from within the organization and from within your team and have them
0: feel like they're
1: participating contributing to your whole organization
0: and I think that sort of gets us into the second question I was going to ask you into, with, with with the the way people are trying to do these transformations nowadays what are the mistakes they're making what are the things they're doing which you know the, the sort of experience that you've had there can help people to overcome if they if they approach it in a different way around that mindset
1: yeah well so they I think the, the the first big issue is making sure that the Strategic imperatives are perfectly and well shared, perfectly understood and well shared throughout the organization. It's it's absolutely crazy, Stuart, how often the issue of strategic alignment, strategy in general, and strategic alignment is not really understood within, or at least uh, implemented correctly, within organizations. So, if you're doing a program, let's say you need to do this transformation, you're going to call it a program. Well, how does it link into your strategy? Does everyone understand their role and how it participates in the creation or the implementation of your strategy? And so often you hear these people, it. I'm sure you get the same thing where you, you have, I have, I have six, six point strategy. Well, that's not a strategy. A strategy is being selective, choice. And so you need to have a single strategy and, and, and I, I don't know about you, Stuart, but I can never remember anything more than three points, right? <laughs> so if it's, if it's got more than three legs to stand on, then it's, it's doomed to be forgotten, doomed to be misunderstood within the organization. And the last thing I'd say, Stuart, is that when you're, when you're, when you're trying to do a transformation, you need to articulate it around the client and if you can be focused on the customer's experience employing empathy when you're thinking about those things also thinking heavily about your employee experience in making the customer experience come to happen then you're going to get through the, the issues that ha- you have in corporations who are built up in silos built up in departments and don't necessarily have their all the uh, say goals aligned
0: I just was was thinking as you were saying that and and, and it, it takes me back to the sort of the, the the purpose behind business because so often we forget when we're doing these sort of things that you know we, you, you were talking about the sort of six strategies and that you know the people that are sort of trying to link those together you know we, we going back to Simon Sinek's work on you know you know having a why is so often forgotten in all of these you know that there is a great vision there's a there's a there's a there's a purpose. And we put that on a shelf and we go, right, and now we're going to deal with the strategy stuff. And we don't link them I and mean, we don't actually try and make the two come together. And that often falls apart when people start looking at it and going, I don't understand why we're doing this, because it doesn't link back to that. We've got to bring all of that back together and have that mindset about it all, haven't we?
1: Well, Stuart, I think your point is hundred percent the right one. In the end of the day, what I was focusing on maybe was more Approach for everybody. You need to figure out what is the strategy, and you need to be oriented around the customer. Yeah. But the biggest problem is actually having a de facto purpose, a why that resonates. Yeah. And so many, even it, it so some some companies, of course, have purposes, and and a few have really strong, powerful purposes that yeah. motivate everybody. But most. most most companies don't have the purpose, and if they don't understand why they exist, then it's hard to get that extra energy to get up through and do all this difficult work, which is transformation, because change ain't something we like to do. And so how do you stimulate the entire organization to, to get to change? Well, if you know why this your business is important, and I like to say this about purpose, Stuart, the the idea of purpose is to answer the following question: How would the world be worse off if I didn't exist? Oh, and that is my purpose.
0: That's a really key question. Which I love that one. I love that one. I should I should steal that one if that's okay with you. I should be burning that into a lot of future workshops. All yours. <laughs> I'll I'll send you the check in the post. So so Minta, I know that you do a. a, a you do some great stuff and, and i'm sort of hoping there's a there's a there's a freebie in here and I'm, I'm gonna hopefully show the ticker which i believe will be the freebie you've got a you've got a great um newsletter which you produce once once every couple of weeks with some great tips in it uh, just talk us through some of the stuff that you put into your newsletter
1: right well my newsletter um so what i wanted to do was just to create a conversation and uh and have exchange with my the people who who listen or who read my newsletter I also want to have little pieces that are either fun or uh, e- educational. Uh, you know, in the end of the day what I want is my my newsletter to be a, a stimulator or something energetic, energizing with people as well. And and I would say that the the, the giveaway that I would like to talk about are, are called the 5 E's. And what I think is useful in pretty much everything we do is to think about these five E's. So let's say you you want to do an offsite meeting with your team and you want to get them all energized and let's get you know, the, the three year plan organized or whatever you're trying to work on. Well, there, there are these five E's can be implemented in that. And the same goes for your transformation efforts, what you're trying to do. So the five E's are what? The first one is engagement. How are you engaging your team? And making them feel like they're part of it, not just you know motivated to slap a check on the uh, you know in their salary. That's not how you motivate people. You find how they engage. The second one is exchange. Mm. And this idea is how do you make sure that you're listening as much as you're talking? Uh, and, and make sure that there's a two-way flow. People feel like they are contributing, people feel that they are being heard. The third one is emotion. And as so many of us are working in businesses where you know got the ROI, we know we got a drive to performance, but where is the emotional link? And and how are you making things fun? And uh, where where what sort of let's say experience are you providing where people say, Wow, I, I got I got my endorphins running here, not just smart projects that I'm working on. But I feel like I'm part of a team and it's, and it's, it's taking me down in my gut and my instincts. And that's pretty personal. The fourth E is experience. And and how are you creating an experience? Because it's through experiences that people learn. It's through experiences, like on a rugby pitch with a team that you bond together. So you got to create experiences. And the last one, Stuart is is about essence Mm -hmm. and essence is purpose. And Mm -hmm. whether it's your motivational speech, your offsite meeting or your transformation program, what is your essence? Who are you? What do you stand for? And it sounds like like the point of strategy, we're talking about it before just now, Stuart, is that a lot of people think that they have the strategy right or think that they have strategy but usually it's it's poorly shared throughout the team. That's to say everyone has a different idea of what that strategy means. And, and, the, and the thing with so essence is what is your essence? What do you stand for? What are your core values? And not only, don't give me a laundry list of values either. <laughs> so often you get these you know, people with 10 values I mean, and 10 principles back to the same problem. Knucklehead, bring them down to the core three ones. And when yeah. you get these words, yeah. don't just leave it at words like integrity, innovation, and professionalization. I don't know. You need to describe what you mean by innovation so that everybody understands what that value is and, and can see it and, and observe it, you know, when, when it's in your business. So yeah, that those are the five things.
0: I think that's a, I think that's a lovely one I think it's a lovely one Minter. and I particularly want to pick up on that essence because because I think I think so often I'm talking to managers and, and business owners who are who, who are there talking about you know, I want to see people I want to see what people's motivations are and I go you'll never tell them what their motivation is but you should be looking at their behavior and thinking about their behavior and that's where you have to bring that essence don't you what is the behavior we want you to model and make sure I model it myself as a leader
1: Oh. Well, and, and, and to your point, Stuart, there, you absolutely do need to model the behavior, the language, the, the way you operate. And the other hard thing to do in a transformation program is to think of the link and the correlation between the way you are treating your employees and the way you want your employees to treat your customers or your the stakeholders along the value chain. So you need to have a culture that's congruent. You don't yeah. do exactly the same. But you really need to make sure that there's a link, how you want your customers to be treated by your team and by your whole value
0: chain. Brilliant, Uh, Vinter, is there a particular book or concept that uh, that has affected you that you think is a good one to share with the audience?
1: Well, I, I read three books a week, Stuart. So I oh. guess I, when I, I get to that, I'm like, there's so many great books out there. The issue, of course, is at some level, is you can read a great book, but then what do you do with it? Here's, <laughs> here's the concept. That I, I think I'd much rather be specific about an idea, which is the concept of co-construction.
0: Oh, I love it. I love co-construction. The,
1: the issue is at some level that co-construction liked listening, Takes time. Yeah. And and we we are so rushed, 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 we don't actually take the time to elaborate a, a deep purpose that everyone understands. We don't take the time to listen uh, to our employees or our customers. They're like, oh bloody hell, they're complaining again. And in the case of creating a transformation program, why don't you do it together? And don't just impose it or don't, for that matter, just bring a consultant and have them do it. You, you need to be a part of it. You need to feel like you own it. And so the best way to do that in pretty much every aspect of the business is to co-construct. So you can do that with customers. You can do that with your team, with your distributors, and and, and bring them on board. Feel like they are contributing to the even the the concept of what you're trying to do, which by the way, is, is a very, it sounds easy, but here's the, here's the rub. You, you have to let go in order to co-construct fully. You don't know the end result. You don't, you just have to believe in the process and, and believe that your team is adult enough to participate fully. And you let go, therefore, of the need to say, well, this is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to do it. Allow people to to part, make it, make it. And maybe the way you do it is completely different than the way you imagined. But the benefit is everybody's doing it together and they feel like they're part of it.
0: Brilliant, I love it, uh, Minta, This has been a fascinating discussion, and I have uh, the impression that there is a question that you would have liked me to have, uh, to have asked, which I have not yet asked. So I'm going to throw that over to you. What's the question I should have asked? And once you've you've posed that question, please uh, please answer it. Don't leave us with the uh, with the the Uh-oh. difficult uh, question of trying to answer it ourselves.
1: Well, so Stuart, I think I. Um... Interested in making the world a better place. I think you can Mm -hmm. do that through business. The question that I feel is so important is how do you become a better leader? And and the reason why that is important for life and and in making the world a better place is that the the key to becoming a better leader is to start with becoming a better person than yourself. (laughs) And, and the, the issue there is to really unwrap who you are and, and understand who you are. And the, and the thing you need to understand is also you have weaknesses, you have imperfections, you have shadows. you have, We are not perfect beings. And you need to really lean into who you are. And when you do that, A, you're going to be more grounded. B, you're not going to have chips on the shoulders that are causing you to speak in ways to people that is just... Not, not, not attractive or not appropriate, and certainly not motivating. And and when you you feel like you know yourself, well, you're going to help people to do it for them. So you create a team, and then they get to the word of authentic. That is why the word authentic is talked about. That is mm-hmm. the genuine reason why it is the right word. But of course, today everybody's talking about it. So the key point is. If you want to become a better leader, figure out who you are, what, who you are, not what you do, figure out who you, and then if you want to be stronger, think about who you want to be, because maybe up to the day, you're not proud of who you are, but let's face it. Let's understand where you come from and let's project who you want to be, the person, what, what values you really have, how do you want to incarnate them? How do you want to make them happen? And then you can extrapolate that to a business instead of. Just saying, well, we do widgets. Well, what what's what? What is our legacy of our company? What do we want to create as a legacy of our company? And and that that is making the world a better place. Because if you and didn't that, exist, what? we'd be worse off.
0: And that takes us back to that purpose again, doesn't it, Minter? Which is a, a great virtuous circle. Minter, this has been a pr- truly fascinating and inspiring discussion. I really thank you for spending a few minutes with us this morning um, and having this discussion. Um, let me just uh, just ask: uh, listen, if, if those of you who are watching and listening at the moment, if you would like to get on and hear about great conversations with people like Minter, uh, um, please go to the the, the, the description list which is tca.fyi forward slash subscribe um and check the show notes uh, for other great links uh, such as the uh the, the link that we'll have to minter's uh bi newsletter and also other ways to help us by uh, rating this podcast in apple podcasts and places like that please uh, get those those links from the show notes minter this has been a really fascinating discussion thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us appreciate uh, I know you had a slight late last night, and so you're slightly flat in the department. But it's been great energy. Really appreciated the discussion. I know a lot of people get a lot of value from this. So thank you very much for spending some time with us.
1: It's been my great pleasure, Stuart. Thank you.
0: No problem. <laughs>